Yo, 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 what's happening? There's another episode of Two Tones. It's your host, Tony Timberlake, the number three. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. Also, you can follow this podcast at Two Two Tones on Twitter. That's the number two, the word mm-hmm. two tones. So the number two, T-W-O-T-O-N-E-S. That's on Twitter. And on Instagram, you can follow us at Two Tones Podcast. What's happening, King? What's good, man? I'm Tony Lee, obviously. T-O-N-Y-L-E-E underscore. Catch me on Twitter. Um, follow the show on Instagram. Follow the show on Twitter. Comment with us. We appreciate the, y'all who uh, reach out and comment and rate the show and all that. Um, Most check, definitely. subscribe, and rate and comment for us on iTunes also. That's definitely appreciated. And we say that a lot because it actually helps the podcast get more exposure. And it helps us get out there in these streets, you know. Um, but we're here, man. Um, episode 25, we moving. Um, I think, what's today's date? The 27th? Uh, is it? I don't know. I don't think it's... Um, no, it's the 30th. We passed the 30th. it. Well, we def- we've been doing yeah, this we- for over a year now, so we professionals. <laughs> what's good? We what's definitely good? passed it. We year, professionals Mark. now. Yeah. The 27th of March was the our first episode drop, I believe. The um, first 20, episode of audio last was... Year. Last year. Last year. The audio was horrible. Everything was off. But we made it. We back and we better. No tiller. Um, we <laughs> definitely improved since then, by the grace of God, by fans, like... Not even fans, family. Hate the fans. My family, like y'all, man. Like Word. all of y'all, uh, elite five, um, and everybody listening. <laughs> our top those eight. five. We got a top. Our eight. top eight. Our only. Our top eight that helped us push the show because y'all only reason why we got the show. No, but seriously, like we done Yo, this for a year. Fam. A year anniversary passed. Yo, maybe we got to do follow Fridays one uh, one of these days. Come on, like <laughs> we got to with with the eight though. Shout yeah. out the eight. They know who they are, man. Um, and. It's been a year, man. I wanted to do something special um, for the year anniversary, but I forgot. But we've been doing this for a year, man. Hopefully, we get a live show somewhere in the future. Maybe. Yeah, that'd be dope. Via Skype. <laughs> via Google Hangout. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> nah, but seriously, man. Um, Word. I we mean, hit up, man. And y'all can donate yeah, straight man. to the PayPal in lieu of your tickets. Nah, we definitely do that, man. <laughs> Listen. We appreciate y'all. We appreciate the love of doing this for a year, for being patient with us. Why are we giving out goodbye? Let's get to the show. All right? So, <laughs> your uh, favorite rapper's partner in crime in the 90s, Absolutely. Diddy. Let's get to this, man. He's um, having a show. Yes, um, he's, he's doing having a, a bad boy reunion show, and it looks yeah, like man. a tour as a whole, right? Yeah, it's so, kicking up the tour, I believe. The show, the original one, I think it's going to be at Barclays, right? Yeah. Okay, so he's going to have the bad boy family. So that's Mace, that's the Locks, that's Hamburg Faith, was. that's 112. I can't. I um, mean, Lil' Kim. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Lil' Kim. Um, <laughs> but also, Jay-Z, Mary J. Blige also going to make some appearances there. So that, That's major, man. That sounds like that's going to be a four-hour show, fam. Like, that's going to be nuts. He said, like, we're going to do every hit. He said, every bad boy hit. I'm, so I'm like, it's going to, that's going to be like an hour out. How you, you going to do special hour? delivery? That's not possible. Well, I mean, how are you going to do? They can I do need it. a girl part one and two. Loon is not there. That's not possible. Come on. Listen, that's why tracks. That's what you know. Tracks are for. But they're definitely <laughs> going to do that. And regardless, regardless, you, just have you got Mace, right? Loon's verses. I mean, they sound the same. They su- that's correct. They do. They definitely sound. Mace, we like we said before, man. A lot of niggas sound like Mace out here. Man, Loon still was, sound like Mace. Loon was in Harlem world. 
I didn't know that. The group Harlem no. World. Loom was in it. Yeah. So, of course, he <laughs> sound that. like Mace. Yeah, Mace something, because, man, that's... <laughs> Pass the Mace. Mace Yo, and Betha. I remember Pass. when Mace was on G Unit, he said, How come Loon and Fabby just can't say I'm their daddy? I'm like, What? <laughs> he said, Fabby? Okay. Yes, um, Fabby for Fabulous. Yes, he did. Fabby. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Diddy's starting this tour. Um, Jay and Mary going to be there. It's for Big's birthday, but it's kicking off the tour ultimately. Um, so, it's yeah. going to be dope, man. It's in the Barclays. I might try to catch it. It's going to sell April the 2nd of tickets, and it's going to be a zoo in there, so I might, Yo, might not. you know they're going to do Money, Power, Respect, right? That's going to be crazy. Dog. If X come out... I want to be there, man. If X comes out... Yo, that's going to be bananas, so... Yo, that would be crazy. And if he come out, he got to... They got to do niggas done started something. Him, Mace, and the locks. Got to. Got to. Yeah, man. It's, they got hits on top of hits, man. Definitely reliving the... Uh, Golden Air. 24 so, hours to live, fam? Oh. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, man. And, uh, speaking of Big and this whole thing, Big, uh, what's up with your boy Big, man? Yeah, so... What are you talking about? The Big's uh, ex-wife, former wife, Faith Evans, has announced Jersey. that there will uh-huh. be a Big and Faith Evans duet album or collaborative right. album. Do, do we it. care? Um, Do we care, honestly? It, like, it, not... not not terribly. I don't terribly care. But it would be interesting to see if there's some verses we haven't heard from Big. Mm-hmm. I don't really care too much now. Now, if she's telling, now if she's telling me that you know the Hitmen are going to be producing this album like they did her yeah, Bad Boy stuff, then I'm gonna care a little bit more. But if this is right. like a side project and she got her own producers or whatever, I'm not really gonna care. But if this is Bad yeah. Boy producers, if Puff is overseeing this, then I'm gonna be a little more interested. Yeah, it's a, it's a bit more intriguing when you have Puff and a Hitman. But if you're talking about she got some save verses we never heard, like Angie in a Pac interview, you know, you got stuff we never heard. Like, I get it, but... And Angie Martinez really got to drop that Pac interview. You're right. Yeah, I, like that, I'm, re- I'm really, I'm really interested to see. She got to stop teasing like, that. To hear. Talking about when That's y'all gonna... ready, I'll drop it. We ready, drop it. <laughs> she had like four hours worth, she said. I'm like, God. Four hours? But, um, oh. Like three to four hours, like just of talking. I'm like, wow. You know, Pac, he's like... Ready like to the talk. TV, man. His outlook, like, on life is bananas. Um, but, yeah, man, I don't really care about the big and faith. Faith is from Evans. I said faith is from Evans. <laughs> faith is from Jersey. She's from Norton, man. St. Paul's Church. She's go over there. Um, but I really don't. I don't know what they had to do with one or the other. But I really don't care about the album. Um, mm-hmm. Big in my top five. One of the greatest ever to do it. Faith is a great singer. Good singer. Um, I really don't care. I'm not going to yeah. What I do um, care about, though, is this Puff Daddy and the Family album that they was talking about supposed to drop the end of last year. Where's it at, Puff? That's, Where's it at? Yeah, we care about that, man. You dropped that fire that. single and you bounced. Where is it at? What? What fire single? A finna get loose. <laughs> that, that was... It's good. It's good. I didn't like it at first, but eventually I liked the record. But uh, mm-hmm. fire... It's good, though. It's a good record. It's a good record. Um, yes. Yeah, fire. Man. So let's let's move on. Man. We done with the shenanigans. <laughs> we, <laughs> we back to the shenanigans, man. We, we back, back to the shenanigans. The whole episode gonna be full of shenanigans. We with it. Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, let's talk about what did we say? Oh, D'Angelo Russell, a Los Angeles Lakers rookie. D'Angelo Russell had yeah. a conversation with his teammate Nick Young, who is also, um, I guess, are they still engaged? I don't know, but he was engaged to Iggy Azalea. Um, he had a conversation with him about his relationship, and Nick admitted to cheating. One, unbeknownst to him, 
D'Angelo Russell was recording this on camera and posted this to his Snapchat, I believe. And then it got ripped mm-hmm. off of Snapchat like everything always does. Mm-hmm. And, you know, now they freezing a young boy out in L.A. Um, man, listen, could you imagine if this was like Kobe, though? If he was talking to Kobe and Kobe was like, yeah, I'll still be cheating. Like, yeah, t- it would have been over. Shoot. He probably would have died. D'Angelo like, not even exaggerating. Like, Kobe <laughs> wouldn't have let him out that room. Dude, <laughs> he was walking out with security guards. They said on Twitter he walked out the uh, facility with security guards earlier because of this whole situation. Um, Shoot, I, I'm sure he is. And um, and you got uh, teammates not sitting by him in a locker room. You got yeah. people not trust him. Metro don't trust him at this point. Um, <laughs> nah, it's, Metro don't it's, trust him. Trump don't trust him. Like, <laughs> nobody trusts him. Yeah, um, and I get it. So ultimately, in this situation, like I feel sorry for the man, but what happened? Like, ultimately, situation, right? Yeah. I want to break it down to real life, realistic terms. If you, speaking to you and everybody listening, male, female, whatever, you have a friend, right? And you know them very well, and you know they're cheating, right? But then you get to the significant other. Do you tell them you caught them cheating, or do you let it? fly and you let it be what it is and don't get involved in someone else's business like if you see the significant other cheating mm-hmm. do you tell the person you know or do you like let it fly like i mean look i doubt most people will really want to hear that from you like unless yeah. you got some solid concrete proof and i mean this was a video from the horse's mouth so it can't get more <laughs> more solid well i'm sorry not that. telling yeah, not telling the person you know, telling that person the actually significant yeah. other. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah you I know, know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. either way, I don't think they would just want to hear it from you. So, like, if it was like a friend of mine and I knew something was going on, um, and I was going to tell their significant other, the significant other don't want to hear that from me. Like, first off, they don't right. know me like that. Secondly, mm-hmm. they're not going to believe me. So, what's the point of me telling? Now, what I what I would do is tell that friend they should stop cheating or doing whatever right. it is that they're doing. But nah. But would you would you want to be told if your wife was cheating? Would you hey, want me to tell hey, you fam, that I seen your wife cheating? True. You know, God forbid. No, no, it's not know, true. I know, I know. Um, but that's if hard, I seen your man, wife, because like, who really wants to believe that? But you want me to tell you? Like, you want? Come on, let's let's I cut would, the game, sir. I would want to know, but. Who would really want to hear that? Yeah, you're right. Who would want to hear it? Right, right, right. I don't know that. I don't know that anybody would hear that kind of information and um, take it well or believe it from somebody. Yeah, and not only like, that, right? Unless but, you show up like Joey Greco with a camera talking about, look, we followed your wife for three days and we found this. Stupid. Like, nah. If you ain't the cheaters crew, you can't just pop up on somebody and tell them that they person they they buy they uh significant other is cheating. Yeah, it ain't going to work. <laughs> and I, I think it's more complex also. Like, you don't know what they're going through as a couple. Mm-hmm. That man or woman may be giving a other significant other a pass. Like, a lot of people give people passes, right? Yeah. We don't know that, right? And it's, it's actually a real thing that happens. So, yeah. if I go tell, yo, your man cheated or your wife, yo, she cheated. And in your mind, you feel embarrassed. You want to say, well, we give each other a pass. We're quote-unquote swingers. There's couples oh, <laughs> who yes. are swingers out there. Never mind. And if you I go out to insert a bad joke, which I already know who. Who gets that Stop it! So much. Uh, no, nah, we ain't talking about them. The royalty chill. But um, <laughs> like, I could wind up telling quote unquote somebody that their significant other is out there. Like, yo, you know, this is in their, in their mind. They're like, 
how do I tell this person that we give each other passes, but I can't feel embarrassed? <laughs> so it can be an awkward situation. Sometimes you do got to mind your business and let it be. If it, if it happened to me, if I seen my boy's girls cheating, or if my girl, my boy girl wife, whatever, came to me and I knew like he was cheating, like do I tell her like yo he cheating on you? Like that's my man, that's my best friend, but you his wife. I deserve to tell you that. It was on Twitter talking about, well, I'm a, some dude, that guy that always talks about female empowerment, you know, I, which is a great thing, but, you know, those people that do it with a different motive, I don't know he one of them, but a lot of guys that they would hit a motive and try to empower women all day, but they DMs be crazy. Like, <laughs> you, you know your purpose, like, oh, man. but, you talking nah, about but, dirty macking now. Nah, nah, but, you know, so, do you tell, like, what I tell your wife, if you're my closest friend for all these years and you're closer to me than your wife, do mm-hmm. I say, my best friend is cheating on you. Like, that's hard. And I, I don't know what I would do in that situation. I would want to know personally. Um, and I may tell my boy wife or my this, my female friend. My, sorry, uh, feminist. My woman friend. I may tell <laughs> I may tell her guy that I don't know as much. Because I would want it to be told to me. But like you said, no one wants to hear that. That's a tricky situation. And until you get in that situation, you can't really say how you would react. Right, and then you wanted to be a mag that you get that I didn't tell you. Tell me why you ain't tell me. Well, I didn't want to step on no toes, and what you mean, you know. So sometimes you just don't know, man. So you get in a situation. Um, with more power to the Angelo, man. Um, not the how does it feel, the Angelo. Um, but yeah, more power to him, man. Hmm. It's real out here. Word. Well, so um, so he, I know. I just know you ain't gonna tell. Jordan at the All Star game throws out. I doubt anybody's <laughs> gonna want to play with him the rest of this year. And, like, and this is talking about D'Angelo, but thinking about this, like, moving forward, like, what do the Lakers do if they want Kevin Durant to come to L.A. this summer? Mm. Is he coming mm-hmm. with somebody that's talking, running their mouth? I don't think so. Nobody want to be around nobody. They want to cheat in peace. Like, <laughs> <laughs> don't nobody want to cheat and be looked at. we're not Kevin Durant a cheater, we're just saying. No. Like, I want to cheat on my mean, wife in if peace. If anybody is, like, living foul, like, they're not going to want to be around this dude. And yeah, I mean, um, if you the Lakers, can you afford to have that kind of publicity? Um, I mean, they're the Lakers. I mean, what, yeah, what publicity? But I mean, have? shoot, they've been trash for the last four years. Oh, I'll get it. So if they were good, like, then you're it would be a problem. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah, they yeah. were good, they'd be like, all right, we can move this dude, whatever. But they they need him. Like <laughs> they yeah. low key need that dude. <laughs> they need so, him, or they need somebody better than him. So. Like, do they try to trade him to somebody? Well, that Like, maybe there's a star that... I mean, shoot, do they trade him to Oklahoma City for Russell Westbrook? Because Russell will only have a year left on his deal. Do, yeah. Um, does, especially if Kevin Durant walks, does Oklahoma City say, yo, we can't afford to let him and Russell walk with nothing? Not getting a thing for them? Like, maybe they become an option or somebody like that who has a star on a one-year deal? We'll see, man. Um, I don't know, man. This whole situation, like I said, I don't know. Iggy Young, I didn't even hear the video see what actually went on, but I just know he recorded something and they got it up in arms. I don't know why he did it. I don't know what was yeah, the motive. I guess that wasn't he, smart. To get him traded so he could be the star, I guess. But I don't know. <laughs> He's like, I hate it in here. I need to be gone. <laughs> I guess he did it. I don't know. Like, to get himself out. I, I don't know. Um, but that was that. And keep that in mind. So a lot of y'all know closely. If y'all cheating, I'm going to tell y'all. Uh, no. <laughs> well, if I see y'all significant other i'm gonna just as a friend i'm definitely gonna say like yo this is happening but i don't know man it's a tricky situation till you win it 
I can't really comment, you know. Um, yeah. But yeah, man. All so right, let's, let's move get... on. History yeah. is in progress. The Warriors are now 67 and 6. Yeah, they really going to get the record. What? If they lost four, they were still, they got like nine games left, something like that. Yeah, yeah, by nine games left. Yeah, like but, mm. they are freakishly close to Yo, this they're going to break the record, man. They got the Spurs twice, though, left, yeah, right? They got the Spurs twice and they got the Grizzlies Thunder. twice. And they got the Thunder, right? Or no? I think they finished with the Thunder for the year. Yeah, I don't know. Those four games. <laughs> yeah, and they're all back to back to back. Like, they play Spurs, mm. Grizzlies, Spurs, Grizzlies. So, they're going to have to finish out real strong. They can't lose. I mean, shoot, if they win every other game, they only got to win one of those four. Yeah. But, because they can't, they can only lose three more games the rest of the year. So, if they win everything else they got and they get down to those last four games... They only yeah. got to win one of those four to clinch history, but, you know. Yeah, they, they're definitely going to get it, man. Um, they're definitely going to get it. It looked, a bit, it looked a bit shaky towards the middle of the season, but now, like, they're definitely going to get it, I believe. Um, if I was a betting man, which I am, I would definitely <laughs> put money on them. Um, <laughs> which you are. <laughs> which I am. Um, no, but they're definitely going to get it. Um, it. It's crazy, man. We, we're definitely witnessing uh, history. Um, Steph is just out of this world. They're so disrespectful. They're celebrating before shots and shots ain't even going in. And they run it back to the ball. <laughs> I'll say They're this. so confident. Like, they, man. They're going to have to win a championship this year. Yeah. you still trying to drag this conversation. You and Lewis. Like, it's over. Bruh, like, they stop. Are, they're going to have to <laughs> Stop dragging this conversation for the past episode. This is shenanigans. This isn't the shades of gray. But, That's why we back to the shenanigans. Um, yeah. I mean, they, they should. They, they should. They definitely should win if they want this to be solidified ultimately, but win or not, if Honestly, they break the record. I can see the Spurs sitting people these last two games, though. Like, they're going to be like, all right, Pop Kawhi, uh, yeah. all right, LaMarcus Aldridge, you guys have the night off tonight, and then two nights from now when y'all play them again. Yeah, I think Pop might, Pop sits his players. Like, he might try to, on some, like, nah, we're going to stop this, but put a stop to history, but Pop doesn't have a, Pop does not hesitate to sit his stars. Like, and I think it was rumored, whatever, he might do it. In the midst of these games, I think Mike and Mike was talking about something like that one I morning. Think, but, didn't he just sit like all five starters the other night? Yeah, 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 he did. So <laughs> that's what I'm saying. He's so confident. He's like, we're already in playoffs. Unless you want to fight for that first and second seed, then that's a different story. Um, the first seed. So yeah, man, it'll be interesting to see, man. The Warriors definitely set in history, man. Um, it's it's going to be interesting, man. So shout yeah, out to Steph definitely. and the Steph fights. So. All right, so let's move on to um, an NBA-related topic, but definitely much more serious. Um, yeah, man. This incident with Kyrie Kalani, Kyrie Irving from the Cleveland Cavaliers. Jersey. Uh, Kalani, an R&B singer, and mm-hmm. Party Next Door. Is he an R&B singer, or is, what is this? He, yeah, uh, yeah, something He's like R&B that. He's not singer. a Drake yeah. rapper singer. Yeah, that way. So yeah. tell us what happened. Yeah, so um, Kalani's an underground R&B singer, for those of you who don't know. A lot of you may not know her. Um, personally, I like a song called Did I? She's a great artist. Um, she was uh, she dated P&D, Party Next Door, at one time in life, right? But lo and behold, to the public, um, a picture surfaced uh, on P&D's Instagram, I believe. It wasn't Kalani's Instagram. I'm not sure. It was P&D. And it said, it was P&D's Instagram, Party Next Door. And he said, after all of... <laughs> 
after all the shenanigans, I got the R&B singer back in my bed. It's so petty that it's funny, but after all the shenanigans, I got the R&B singer in my bed. And obviously, from the tattoo in the hand, it was Kalani's tattoo. Those of you know Kalani's tats, they're very, you know, re- recognizable. So it was her tattoos, and everybody's seen it. But in the midst of all of this, everybody, from what we know, knows that she's in a relationship with Kyrie Irving. Again, this is what, quote-unquote, what we know is public knowledge. So that picture surfaces. P&D is her ex. She, she's back in bed with her ex, right? And then this whole time, what happened? Where's Kyrie in the situation? Then everybody starts to slander her, yada, yada. Then the next day, she attempts suicide, and she's at the hospital bed. And again, it's P&D and Kalani. You know, you see her hand with tubes connected to it. He has his face, his hat with rhinestones on it, and he's bending over. I guess hiding his face. <laughs> why would he, hiding... I would be like, why are you hiding your face now? Like He's hiding his face in the picture, but he wanted to show his hand in recognizable text. So, basically... It started as, oh, Kalani cheating on Kyrie, even though we don't even know if her and Kyrie broke up yet. But that's what, it, from us, it looked like she was cheating on Kyrie. And then she's in the hospital the next day from all the slandering and the bullying and the people slandering her name. She attempted suicide, going through, you know, mm-hmm. uh, hard times, and she's in the hospital. Now, a lot of the slander turned to sympathy real quick, but a lot of slander kept going. And people were slandering her and saying, Tax. you faking. Uh, <laughs> <you, you, laughs> it's not. So, well, let's get the jokes out the way before we get to the seriousness of it. Um, but before that, before that, um, yeah. we definitely had a friend of a show, um, Amade. Um, I made in truth on Twitter. She's a friend of a show, and before we got in the situation, we uh, got her to speak on it. Uh, she relates to the situation in different ways and give her a take on it. And we always appreciate her perspective on things. Um, definitely. So, um, Tony, kick us to it, man. Yep. Here you go. You can hear from Imade in our conversation with Tony Lee earlier today. What's good, everybody? Um, yeah, we're here with a friend of the show. She's been on the show before with Amade, spelled at I Made in Truth on Twitter. Um, we're talking about the Kyrie Kalani situation, obviously, you know, the uh, backlash of it, how it's being portrayed in the media, about the suicide attempt, the depression, um, everything that goes along with it. Um, the shenanigans, quote unquote, in the beginning. Like, so I have Amadi here, a friend from the show. She's gonna give her take on it. Um, she has a blog called Depressed While Black. Is that right, Amadi? Yeah, uh, depressedwhileblack.tumblr.com. Yeah, tumblr.com um, relates to this. And I want to get your take on this uh, situation because obviously there's suicide attempt involved, and you write a lot about these things. You know, you you relate to it in many ways. Um, if you can, you can share your story with us a bit later, but. What was your whole outlook in the situation? I mean, obviously, we got our jokes off before we knew the second day, right? Because, obviously, the first day, we see P&D. We see him in the bed. We see Kalani's hand. Cool. Next day, we see P&D next to the bedside, and we see Kalani in a hospital, right? So, obviously, we were thinking one way, the cheating. Then somebody, some people said it was a cover-up. Some people said it was serious. People, you know, got offended about the backlash and everything. I even seen Chris Brown on Twitter talking about it was all a publicity stuff, whatever. So, What's your take on the situation as a whole, starting from the beginning, right? And ultimately winding down to the, what we call, I guess, the end right now or what's going on right now. How, how did you perceive it? Like, yeah. And did it change over time or like what went on in your mind? I mean, when I first, you know, saw the, the picture and, you know, and, and saw her hand and then saw the corresponding tattoos, 
um, to Kalani, I mean, I was just like, dang, you know, like, don't yeah. go chasing waterfalls. Like, you know, like, you know, Kalani, like, you don't have to, you know, jump. But um, I also felt enraged as well because I didn't know if um, if Kalani gave her consent to the photo. Right. Um, that's what also was very frustrating for me was it, it didn't it didn't look like she wanted the photo to be public. Yeah. And that was pretty much clear by the fact that she uh took down her Instagram. Um so I was at first kinda like, girl, like, you know, you in danger girl, like be careful to, you know, also uh, trying to like kinda wrap my mind around, is this something that she's okay with? Right. Um so that was my kind of first frustration, yeah. That's why consent is very uh, important. I didn't I didn't think about that. The whole, yeah. did she even okay the photo? I never thought about that. that. That makes sense because she probably didn't give no consent to that photo at all. You know how guys get, for the most part, oh, let me take his picture. Let me show off. I got the girl back. You know, he they used to date back in the day, whatever, last year, I don't know. But he's basically yeah. being petty. He was being petty, ultimately, P&D. Oh, yeah. He was, he was being very territorial and kind of marking his territory and kind of saying, you know, Kyrie is like a little shenanigan, a little little situation on the side, but like, oh, she could came back to her senses. So it was, it was very, in, in, in my sense, it was very frustrating to see that because lost in all of this is Kalani's narrative, and mm-hmm. it's interesting that, you know, from his from his focal point, he sees this hand that you know is his. And then the next day, we see that hand in the hospital room. Right. And that's from her narrative. That's from her view. So, yeah. Yeah, it's that's a crazy end. Like, yeah, we see a hand at one point, then a hand is flipped on the other. And like you said, we don't know Kalani's narrative. Like, I didn't... We don't know if they were broken up, her and Kyrie, and maybe she went back to X, you know, to console and everything else. Right, we right. don't know. But we're going off what the media shows us and what they ultimately tell us. But, you know, with social media, it's jokes over facts, which is the truth and yeah. shouldn't be the truth, but we, we always get our jokes off, right? But slander turned to sympathy yeah. real quick when they see it in the hospital bed, you know, and as it should have, um, and I've seen a lot of people, you know, like I said, like I was talking about earlier, Chris Brown saying, oh, it was publicity stunt, she's doing this, yada, yada, ain't nothing wrong with that girl, man, she felt bad, so she wants slander, so she's gonna fake suicide, and that's, a lot of people were offended, some weren't. Some let the joke fly. I let my. I didn't say really my piece in the situation on Twitter. A lot of situations like that I don't speak on because you know I personally rather speak it on the show or like verbally in person. I really don't share much through it. Sometimes I just don't comment on. You know. Um. But that happened. So where were you in the midst of that? Seeing the people. Some people saying it was a publicity stunt. Some people saying, listen, it was true. Don't don't do that. You know. You don't know what she's going through, and you, you don't. Right. So what was your whole take in it? Um, at first I was really disoriented, um, about the whole situation. You know, I've been in Kalani's place and even, even being in her place, I, I really, uh, was disoriented. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't understand the full impact of, you know, my levity and my, you know, joking mannerisms and the whole situation. I didn't, I didn't see how serious it was. And right. it's crazy that you can, you know, be in the same depressed position as somebody like Kilani and still not see the signs, still not see, you know, how dangerous the situation was. Um, and it's a part of our culture. I mean, as black people, we have endured so many atrocities that we use humor as a, as a, as a coping mechanism. Right. Um, but the, the problem is when we don't fully assess the situation before engaging humor. 
and we don't really know what's really going on. And um, I definitely feel if we as a society and as a people, if we were more affirming of Kehlani, um, more affirming of who she is and what her worth is, mm-hmm. I feel like she would have a much more uh, healing and nurturing environment um, to actually, you know, come out of that situation. But because people, and all of us, I mean, myself included, right, right, right. when I first get these jokes off, we don't fully understand the, the, the severity of the situation. And that's not just for Kalani. That's for, like, Cat Williams right now. Like, true. That's for a lot of black people yes, true. who are suffering. And we just go for the joke. And we don't even understand, like, how much somebody is hurting. And then also, at the same time, you know, we don't really know how much our words have effect on people. Like, just because these people are in another state or in another side of the world, they can still see our stuff. Like, Kehlani was, like, a national trending topic. Yeah. So it's something that you can actually see. And I think that we don't put two and two together that, yeah, this is fun, and we're getting these jokes off, but a person who actually life is affected by this could actually see this. And if they don't have a really good support team, Yeah, and you don't know how someone's going to respond to it. Like it's like the world is bullying them, right? And it's like this 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 culture we created, right? Social right, media, right. We, we created this slander culture. Jokes are better than facts. We're going to slander you until you end up dead. And then when somebody's dead, that's when we all weep and cry instead of like you said, helping them in that process, not knowing what they're going through. Continue slandering in the case of Chris Brown. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, in the case of Chris Brown, right? And he went on, well, this is effing, I don't know what his inside sources is, he knows Kyrie, whatever, I, I don't know. But even in the midst of that, like, when someone is going through this, like, and what if, I don't know what, you know, Kalani's situation may not be real, but who who are we to say it's not? We don't know them personally. Someone else may be going through something as similar as her, but you see the world slandering her for, you know, I'm going through this, I'm, I checked in a hospital, I'm depressed, whatever, I yeah, almost yeah. committed suicide. When you see someone going through that, you look up to. She may have a lot of fans looking up to her. She's underground, but she has a buzz, right? And people are looking up yeah, to her situation. I'm a fan. Right? Her song "Did I" is fine. "Did I"? That's my favorite song from her. But um, dope mistake too. Okay. Yeah. Um. But like, if you see somebody you look up to, and you look up to her as a woman or a man, or whatever, and you're going through that, but you have other stars slandering you. It's fate. Get out of here. And you can't. You trying to relate? Like, wow, Kalani, I'm, right. I'm in that same situation. You look down at yourself, like, wow, should I? Do I have value? Yeah. You know, should I speak up? I like, mean, even in her message, um, in her Instagram message, you can tell that she's internalized a lot of the shame mm-hmm. um, that is towards a suicide attempt survivors in the sense of she even said in the message that she's selfish. And we all know, you know, if you go through that situation, there's nothing selfish about being, you know, debilitated and needing help. There's nothing selfish about all. that. It's just a part yeah. of human existence. So even in the message, it's so sad that she, somebody had told her or, or some sort of interaction that took place to make her feel like she's selfish. And then further in, in, the, in the message, it talks about how she said that she pretty much uh, broke up with Kyrie and got back with her true love. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it seems as what happened was was that we saw all of this through the male gaze. We, we, we saw all of this through uh, party next doors, image we mm-hmm. saw everything mm-hmm. and, then, and then on top of that we called her the cheating woman we called her you know like that's why light-skinned women ain't no good yeah the whole stigma yeah, yeah male-centric gaze on top of this 
before we even heard a word from Kalani. Like, and that's also what makes it even worse was that she was not in control of her own narrative. At all. And I can see that being and that can make you cycle towards a really bad place. Exactly. If you're if you know the truth about something, but someone is speaking for you and you want to say something but you can't and the, literally the world, the social media is like have this yeah. one narrative painted and you're in your mind like that's not the truth. That can hurt you mentally. Yeah. Internally, that would destroy you. Yeah. I can see what she's going through. Like I said, I'm not in a place to say it's real or not, but I'm not in a place to even comment on that. It's not my business if it's not. But for as far as we know, she's going through that, right? So my place is, all right, I respect that. I mean, I didn't joke on it, you know, but if I did, whatever. I, I respect that situation. I'm, I haven't been in that place. Well, I have, obviously. You know, a lot of us can relate, but I'm not going to be in that place to say yeah. you're faking suicide or you're faking depression. I, I'm not that person. I'm not living that life, right? So only best I can do is respect that. And our culture is the complete opposite, you know. And I'm all for jokes, you know. And I'm all for, but come on, like, there's no sympathy. And and you, you get it from the stars. You get it from up top, like Chris and them and everybody else. Obviously, you have people that unfollow Chris Brown and disagree with him, other stars, or whatever. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's a crazy matter of culture is. And yeah, and. Yeah, it, also, Chris, you know, he engages in what someone could call suicidal behavior. He, he engages mm-hmm. in self-destructive, you know, behavior. I think that he's gone through rehab or yeah, yeah, yeah. some sort of anger. And he's gone through all sorts of mental instability. So for him to point at Kehlani, he's really pointing at himself. And, and, and it's sad that he doesn't see that. Yeah, and that's a great point. Like you know, like I said, I think we all been in a similar situation. He, he's been in that publicly, in the public eye. He wanted prayers. He wanted change. Yeah. He, he crying on stage at BET and Man in the Mirror. Like, come on. Like, like you crying. You want sympathy, right? When you, quote, unquote, going through something, you got all the money in the world. I could have said, Chris Brown, you faking. You ain't crying. Get out of here, nigga. Get back up and dance. But no. Your sympathy, you wanted it. But when it comes to Kalani or someone else that your boy used to date and you caping for him, you just don't see it. And it's crazy. I mean, we're all walking contradictions. Like I tweeted that earlier, but it's serious. Like, where's the sympathy, man? Where's the empathy? Um, but yeah, it, and it's crazy, man. And touching the point you were just saying earlier, like the whole suicide being selfish. We hear that a lot. That's all we heard about suicide. That's all I heard about suicide, right? All my life. Oh, yeah. It's selfish. Don't be selfish. Why can't you do that? Um, like, I'm not being selfish at all. I can't even help what I'm going through, right? And then you got exactly. the church folk. Like, they, their narrative, ultimately on it, to me, is mind-boggling some of them. It's like, well, if you depressed, God ain't, you don't trust God enough. Or, <laughs> it's not funny, right? Yeah, but they yeah, say yeah. this, if you're depressed, you don't, you ain't yeah. praying hard enough. Or, God ain't, I'm like, really? Like, seriously. I know, and it's so crazy because many of them are on blood pressure medicine and all sorts exactly. of medical needs. Exactly. Cancer. Uh, that make it, you know, just- them to function and yet you know people who deal with mental illness and mental health issues they're the ones who get shamed it's just it's really unfortunate because you know mental illness in the black community and church community is is associated with spiritual failure and totally unfair because so many people um have given so much of themselves spiritually and still struggle, and we have examples of that in the Bible with Jesus himself, mm-hmm. you know, crying and in anguish in the Garden of Gethsemane. Um, yeah. We have David. I mean, it's nothing but, like, tears, like, from all through the Psalms. So, you know, you have all these biblical examples, and it, 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 it seems as if you're erasing, you know, this, this narrative that's really right there in front of you, and it, it can get really frustrating. 
it's very frustrating and harmful. Like you sit up and hear these people, like then you got yeah. generations and outside the black church, like I said, black people as a whole, mental health oh, yeah. and all that. We don't talk oh, about yeah. that. Black church, black people, black families, our generations, our mothers, 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 sit down, go lay down. You ain't, you ain't nothing wrong with you. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, you ain't going to do nothing. Exactly. Yes, we are. Like. <laughs> about blackness, it's often associated with being superhuman or yes. being um, non-human at all. And the frustrating thing is when you say that black people, you know, don't need therapy or don't need the mental health care that white people have, and white people utilize, what you're saying is really that we're not human and that we're not deserving of care. Exactly. And so it's hard to tear down that barrier and say, look, like, I don't care what slave master told us, Mm -hmm. that we are not human, we do not feel pain, but we do. Exactly. And we need to embrace humanity, and mental health is a part of our humanity. Exactly. Like, it's not a white people's disease or white people's illness. Like, it's something that, as humans, we all go through. Right, and that's the stigma. That's, oh yeah, and it takes people like you and other people to get up. You know, even like me, it doesn't have to, you don't have to necessarily go through it to cape for or stand oh, for yeah. it. Right, so it takes people to rise up and speak the truth on it. Um, so before we leave, I want you to give out your information about your site. Um, if you want to share anything else about the situation, you, the floor is open, and you got it. Yeah, sure. I mean, you know, I have definitely uh, dealt with Johnny's situation. Um, and I utilize social media to, you know, tell people that I need help. Mm-hmm. And for many of us, the only way that we can get help, our friends sometimes are not, you know, in our same city. They're right. not at our school. Mm-hmm. Sometimes our friends are thousands of miles away, and sometimes social media is the fastest way to connect with them. Because you have to think also, like, I am sick, so I might not have the energy to make a phone call. I might not have the energy to set it up Skype. Mm-hmm. But can shoot out of equipment on social media and ask people for help. So I've definitely done that. And it's unfortunate that people are saying that it's some sort of, um, you know, attention-seeking thing. And even if you say, okay, this is an attention-seeking thing, well, how sick is this somebody if they're doing something that's attention-seeking? So even if they're doing something that's attention-seeking, they still need help. You right. Know? They, they still need help. And, you know, I just really hope that people have empathy and they have compassion. And I at least hope, you know, for Kalani that her her loved ones, her support team are just feeding her with encouragement, with affirmation, you know, helping her understand that she doesn't have to be perfect. And even in a lot of the social media posts that she was posting, it felt kind of like she was aiming to kind of show the perfect relationship, you know, with Kyrie. And I just hope that she just lets herself be imperfect, lets herself be messy in safe spaces, and just let herself just be real and to be questioning about even, you know, where she is now. You know, Mm -hmm. is is this party next door, this relationship the best for me? And I really hope that she has a space where she can question and she can literally learn. Because she's only 20 years old. Yeah, yeah. Very young. Like, this is young. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so I'm just like, man, give this, this woman a chance because, you know, what she's done already is incredible. I mean, she is in, in a lot of ways a child star. Um, I think she was on a, a huge talent show um, in, in, a, in here, I think, in the U.S. I forgot the name, but she was on a huge talent show. She's been doing a lot of things since a young age. And, I mean, I love her music. Um, and it helps me, you know, deal with low points in my life. Right. Um, yet is like my favorite. Yet is when I get angry and frustrated, I get like, 
I can like you know get my angst out with yeah. that song. So <laughs> yes. it's really, it's a- I know a lot of people have been like, "Yo, like who's this Kalani chick? Like ain't nobody know her, but you know her fans know her, and her fans have been you know really blessed by her music. So right. I just hope that she clears her space, get her space, and her and her support team really strong, really secure. And just not listen to that type of stuff. And, um, you know, I just hope that her she starts going into a more preventative uh, mental health care and that she, you know, is able to identify her triggers, that she's able to unplug from unhealthy things, that she's able to hopefully maybe get a therapist and, you know, be able to talk that stuff out. So I hope that this is the wake-up call so that she can live the rest of her life in a, in a, in a place of mental wellness. And so... I'm just praying for her, and I just I just hope the best. And um, if people would like to, you know, just kind of know about my journey and about the journey of other people of color, specifically black people dealing with mental illness, uh, they can hit me up at uh, depressedwhileblack.tumblr.com. Hit me up on Facebook at depressedwblack and Twitter at depressedwblack as well. So, man, thank you. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, we do appreciate you, y'all. Y'all, please check those sites out. We'll get them up on a uh, on a Twitter page so you all can uh, check the links. Um, we do appreciate you, and as you said, best we can do is pray and hope. I hope this op- opens the door for conversation and dialogue, you know, and opens the door oh, for yeah. people to come up and ask for help and say, you know, tell people I'm hurting, right? So, I do appreciate you, Amade. Um, and, and we're gonna go back to the show right here. Yeah, man. So, you know, those were Amade's yeah. thoughts. Um. Seriously, what, what, what are your final thoughts on this, man? Yeah, um, ultimately, when it comes boils down to it, um, I don't think we should laugh at or pick on anyone or talk about in any derogatory way at all anyone that's going through something as serious as uh, suicide attempt or depression. Um, I don't know what she went through. As I said in the interview, Amade, I don't know if this is real or fake. So it's not mm-hmm. my place to say, she's faking. She's not. I don't know. It may be publicity stuff. It may not. But who at this point it doesn't matter someone is hurting right so yeah. i respect that enough to say all right let me hold my peace i'm gonna fall back best i can do is pray you know but obviously we live in a culture <laughs> that's full of slander and it's jokes are over facts all the time on twitter it's jokes is better than facts that's how we are as a culture mm-hmm. but it's i'm sorry i had a big zd earlier <clears throat> but yeah it's very stigmatizing you know and um as amadi pointed out earlier in the interview um mental health in our community as black people or black churches or whatever it's like looked down upon it's frowned upon it's not taken that serious right mm-hmm. when it's in reality just as serious as cancer physical other physical diseases and sicknesses because it's a sickness right mentally yeah right and it's something but it's overlooked you know especially in the black community after generations and generations we're being told ain't that wrong with you go take a nap or go lay down you ain't you know like mm-hmm. it's overlooked no but it's serious and you got preachers like i said in the interview saying oh you depressed you ain't trusting god hard enough or how you commit suicide you know it's just all types of craziness that goes out about the subject um but ultimately you know the best i can do is pray about it and my final thoughts on it's like yo when you see someone hurting obviously we all let our jokes off in the beginning we didn't know it was gonna turn to this in a day we definitely let our jokes fly we had Kyrie's jersey with shenanigans on top number two yo, i forgot um, about that part though <laughs> pnd did wear Kyrie's jersey to a game to a, a, a concert i'm sorry but was it recent, like after the situation? It was before. 
Oh wow, I didn't peep that. He's petty next door. He's definitely petty. He, yeah. he, yo, tone it down. Goes to party next door. No, like that was it. Goes plan. to OVO. They all petty. <laughs> <laughs> all of them petty. Yeah. Drake is petty. He wore the free Meek Mill t shirt with the uh, oh my. with the fuzzy braids. <laughs> yeah. So, is P and D from Toronto? I don't know. I was about to get the tone it down to Toronto, but all right. P, <laughs> uh, tone it down goes to the whole OVO, man. P and D for this petty act. And it's crazy because Amadi pointed out in an uh, interview that uh, we don't even know if Kalani gave consent to post this picture. You know, ultimately, yeah. the first picture about her being in bed with him. She probably just took a picture with her, you know, ex, whatever. Daughter was cool. Man, she was it looked like she was sleeping. He had her dead weighted hand. <laughs> It was like she was knocked out. He was like, let me take a picture with her hand right quick. True. Yeah, like, we don't know that. And ultimately, even in the hospital bed, like, well, we knew that one. Um, but <laughs> but even in... We don't know but if even that was the, party at the hospital bed, though. We don't even know. That's probably future. That's somebody, some feeling. Does anybody it was know what feeling. party looks like? Because I don't. Uh, you got to go, like, 50 weeks deep in his pictures to uh, see. I, I don't know. that interesting. Right. I honestly, outside of his Come and See Me song with Drake, I think something like that comes through. I don't know what it's called. That song was cool, but I've never been a fan of his music. Like, I don't really mm. know of his music. P&D. Um, Last time I heard him, he was, like, fake speaking in tongues on Drake's album, on If You're Reading This. Oh, he, what song was that? Was he on? It was, like, Wednesday what? Night Interlude, I think. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He was up there. Um, but, yeah, man, ultimately, we don't know what someone is going through. Right, and our culture is built on slander, and we built the society up that even anybody gets slandered to the point when they die or they're in serious health, and then we say, "Oh, we have sympathy." And Amadi mm-hmm. pointed out, like with Cat Williams or the Whitney's, like it's all yeah. a joke and a funny. It's funny yeah. games, right? When it's Yo, happening, ran jokes on Whitney and Mike for twenty years before they but, left, and then as yeah. soon as they died, it was, "Oh man, we should have treated yeah, our stars better." That, that, oh man. <laughs> Slander turns to sympathy. Yeah. That quick. And it's like, yo, I get, I love the joke. I crack jokes on private situations too, all types of situations. But ultimately, you have to have some type of empathy and know when to say no, right? Everything isn't funny. Like, it isn't. You know, and we're looking at it from, oh, they're a celebrity, they got money, they don't care. But they're looking at it from the whole world, Twitter. I'm trending on Twitter. I'm being bullied in Kalani's situation, right? I'm being bullied. There's over 100,000 tweets. Aimed at me. You ain't even got to be a celebrity to get treated like that. I remember when right. I was in undergrad, like there was a stretch, like when Twitter first really started getting popping at like oh nine, mm-hmm. oh like two thousand nine, mm-hmm. like in two thousand ten. There were hashtag hu fill in the blank. Whatever was going on at Hampton University, if you like, you got roasted by the entire school, right? And, Ended up worldwide trending topics, not U.S., not regional, worldwide. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, and, and I, we, I remember we they got of, on this girl because she had on the uh, Jordan Hills. That was bad. <laughs> no, she deserved that. Um, <laughs> but she definitely deserved it. If you wear jersey dresses, shout out to Erica. If you still wear jersey dresses <laughs> or Jordan Hills, like, what's wrong with your life? I think Erica got married in the jersey dress, but that's for oh, another episode. Man. Yeah. Um, no. Nah. <laughs> I had but seriously, no, man, I had no way. I did not know that that was coming. Do not offer me to fade. Oh, nope, nope, nah, nope. Nah. But seriously, man, um, we don't know. Like I love the joke. We can all joke. Absolutely. You know, even about this situation, we joke. But you seen how when she was in that, she was in his bed. It was jokes. It was in the hospital bed. Oh wait, and I get that. 
obviously we all going to change our per- perception when something happens. We're going to naturally, oh, damn, my bad. You know what I mean? We all do yeah. that. But some people kept it flying. Chris Brown, she faking, man. She doing this with publicity. I don't care. I don't give a F. I can give a sh- You know, I'm like, Hold okay. On. Chris said that? Yeah, Chris Brown was saying um, something like, she's doing this publicity stunt. Ain't no such thing as attempted suicide. You're doing this all for a publicity stunt. Just, you Ooh. know, Chris Brown being Chris Brown. Um, Yikes. Yeah, and, <laughs> Yeah, and like Tanashi, a lot of people unfollowed them. Zendaya, Zendaya, um, and it's unfollow crazy to me. Chris. Yeah, they unfollowed Chris. That a lot Her of people. Her first single got Chris on it. Yeah, that doesn't make what he said all right, and that doesn't take away from her deciding to not follow him or whatever. But hey, I'm like, if you're gonna, you said it. Yeah, so many things. Not the yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, Amadi and I was talking about yeah, like with the Chris thing. Like Chris was crying on stage, singing "Man in the Mirror." When he, he was going through his little struggles, his little turmoil. Duh. It, it wasn't funny. You was crying trying to get your fans back, nigga. But when somebody else was going through something, oh, they faking. I could have said the same thing about you. I did say the same thing about you, obviously. But, like, come on. Like, when you're going through something, you don't want people to laugh at you. You want sympathy. But when it's somebody else, it's easy to pick and throw. Like I said, it's not my place. It may be fake. It may not. But I'm not in the place to say and jump in front of everybody, she's faking. I don't know who's looking at her or looking up to her, who's even relating to her situation. I don't know. And like yeah. Amadi pointed out, even if it is fake, to actually put yourself in that situation to get to the hospital bed and then go through that, what does that say about your state of mind itself? You still need some type of help to yeah. even go through all of that and put that up for attention, right? So, yeah. what was what's your thoughts ultimately on the situation, though, man? Like, um, of course, initially, you know, the first day with, you know, I got the R&B singer in my bed and finding out he that wore Kyrie's jersey earlier, the shenanigans line. It, it was just all comical. It's like, yo, you couldn't write this better for a sitcom or a movie. Um, but obviously, you know, the next day you see this girl posting that she's, you know, hurting. And it's like, dag, man, like, okay, maybe I shouldn't have laughed so hard yesterday. Maybe I shouldn't have shared this or passed this along. Um yeah, man. But you never know what's going through. But it does, it, it makes me rethink, like, and even, like, um, these reality shows, like Love and Hip Hop, and I'm going to say this one specifically, Peter Guns, Tyra, and Amina. Are, are you familiar with Love and Hip Hop New York? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know about it, yeah. Yeah, like, we be going on them. And yeah, we be almost them. deservedly <laughs> so. Like, how <laughs> you... Them. I don't know, man. I, yeah. But, man, it could really go left, and you never know. You never know what's the breaking point. And these people have real lives. These people have children. You know what I mean? It yeah, could go and left, like, and one of these people could hurt themselves because they can't take. And, I mean, then it goes down to, like, why did you accept that platform if you can't take that kind of scrutiny? But Exactly. You know what's coming with it. But more often than not, people don't think about that. They think like, oh, you giving me X amount of dollars? Bet, I can do that. Yeah, it, it's crazy out here, man. So ultimately, like, start, it's not... We got to start valuing our privacy in our lives. Yes, yes. More than a dollar, honestly. Yes. Like, yeah, man. that goes for everything. That's like posting to social media. That's, that's these reality shows, all of this. Like, yeah. you got to get value. to a point where it's like, all right, you know what? This ain't worth it for me. Like we gotta get, we gotta get, get to the point here, so I can get my life together. Let me get off of here, so that my family can live in peace. Let me get off of here, so people ain't harassing my kids at school. 
and telling my kids about how trifling their father is or how trifling their mother is or whatever the case may be. Like, yeah. Yeah, man. We got to get to the point where we were before social media and before cell phones and flip phones and camera phones. We got to get to that point. Like, it's like, come on, man. And and a touch back on the Kalani situation. Um, Yeah, it's very important. Like, I, I was talking about an uh, uh, Amade conversation. Like, you don't know who's looking up to her. What young kids? You don't know what type of fans yeah. she has, and who may re- who may relate to her. Like, yo, I'm going through that too. And if they seen that get slandered, they're probably like, Dad, well, maybe I'm not that important. Maybe I don't have value. Maybe I should yeah. just continue with this, right? They could have seen Chris Brown tweets in that side and seeing people slander in the hospital bed. Like, wow, I thought, you know, where's the empathy? You never know who's going through anything, man. Um, yeah. If people are really going through things out here, man. And yes, joking is cool. I love the joke. If you know me, you know, like niggas gonna let jokes fly twenty. 20- <laughs> Four, seven, Lord. twenty-three, six. But it comes to time and a place. Everything isn't for every time, you know, and it's important, man. And on the flip side though, I remember, you know, about the depression thing. I remember on Tumblr it was like it was like a fad depression. They was like wearing as if it was cool. You had these younger kids posting certain images, posting stuff, and as if it was a fad. It's nothing cool about depression. They try to dress it up like it was cool, right? For yeah. I remember Tumblr twenty eleven. I'm like, and it was you would tell those people purposely knowing this. Like, come on, or, like, I'm, like I said, I'm not in the place that this was people listening to take care of being fake depressed. Well, yeah, let me like, not even say that. That's kind of harsh. I can't say no, no, fake yeah, depressed because I never know somebody could be yeah. really depressed. But you're right. You we know, don't want to make light of that at all. But there were definitely people. It was like trendy. It was trendy to be depressed. It was a fad. But it's nothing cool about. Being depressed. There's nothing cool about locking yourself in your room for a week straight and not eating the whole day, staying in the dark. There's nothing cool about wanting to kill yourself one time, the one moment, the next moment you smile. The next moment you want to yeah. take your life. There's nothing cool about that. But Skipping meals and I think like, that I think that even that the trendiness of depression or the trendiness of whatever leads right. to us being so callous towards it. Right, right. Like it's we see yeah. it so often we don't take it as that big a deal. Like, if most people weren't depressed, or if we didn't see a lot of people walking around saying, I'm depressed, or actually being depressed, when someone is actually expressing depression, we would respect it more. We'd be like, oh, dad, like, that's not normal. That's exactly. not okay. Like, this person's... Especially like, in the black community. Yeah. yeah. But Primarily. People would be like, yo, I'm... Like, say, like, and I'm even guilty of this, saying I'm depressed about, you know, whatever, and it's not really depression, it's just like disappointment so putting more weight on what i'm actually feeling by using a stronger word right but taking right. away the importance of it yeah man we have to take heed to those things man like and it's definitely like i said it's nothing to make light of at all you know um you never know what someone's going through i had a friend call me the other day right and then she's always like give this tough fake tough appearance yeah i'm good whatever whatever you know always got this image and she started calling me and breaking down and telling me about her life which i never knew of certain things and it was just like last week, I believe, and she really tell me, yo, I just broke down in a mall the other day. I hid behind the clothes, fell there and cried for like a minute. It was just chilling there. And I'm like, I never, she was like, yeah, I mean, I come off this way, but I'm really hurting inside. And after she told me a situation, how was she depressed? I was like, wow. You know, and you can't just think someone's not depressed because they're smiling in your face and they're happy go lucky. You don't know what that person's going through behind closed doors. And that's mm-hmm. why checking on your friends and not just a high and bias, we touched on before in the show. That's yeah, why I'm checking on your family. With Lamar Odom. Exactly. Right. Go to that episode. We haven't heard it. I don't know what number it is, but it's definitely in the title somewhere. Um, but yeah, that's why checking on your friends and self-care for yourself and, yeah. you know, being there for others is very important, man. Like, you never know what someone you know, is going and, through. And I'm going to say this. 
and I'm going to just touch on this. I ain't even going to really get deep in it. But just be careful with the things that you eat because it affects, it affects your mood as well. No, seriously. Like, no, seriously. Seriously. Yeah. Like, dude, like, be no, careful you can touch with on the it. sugars. I mean, be careful with <laughs> Yeah. Those sugars affect your mood. Yo, I drink yeah. these, mo- listen, at work, right? I drink these monster in- energy drinks are horrible for you. I know that. And I don't know why I take it because I have all the energy in the world. So I, I'm just <laughs> yeah, setting myself up for energy drink, fan. Yeah, I know. If you get my voice memos, in the morning, you know why I don't need it. About 10 of y'all listening probably get my voice memos. Y'all know why I don't need energy drinks. And that's me without energy drinks. So, you know what I mean? Um, but, like, those monster energy drinks, I drink them. And I, I'm not talking about the crash. Like, they make your heart skip and all that. But they affect my mood so much. I'm sitting there like, yo, what the heck is going on after drinking these things? And I know they do it, and I still drink it anyway. And so the meats we eat. Yeah, yeah I know. But yeah, man. the meats it's we eat, it's, yeah. can depress you. Like, Straight up. Yeah. And that's no joke. Those hormones and those things stop them animals. When you're depressed, I I won't say when you are depressed, but for those who struggle with depression or have ever struggled with depression, is it possible that one of the coping mechanisms was food? I know for me, when I wasn't feeling all that great, I'm going to go eat something and feel better. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, not like that. But that, sleep, you know, a lot, a lot of people, they cope yeah. different ways, you know. So it's definitely a touchy subject. And I don't want to make a light of it or joke, with it, joke on it at all. Some listening now may be depressed. It may have, you know, seasonal depression, you know. But that's yeah. definitely important, man. So, well, you know, we definitely here as Two Tones. We support what you're going through. Um, we support Kalani in this situation. You know, our praise are with her. The ZD come back up. Our praise are with her. You know, anybody else dealing with that, hit, reach out to the show, man. Let us know what's going on. Um, and definitely don't take nothing like this light, man. Check on your friends. Let, uh, you know, if you see someone depressed, or even if you think they're faking in your mind, it's not your place to go out and say, you fake it. You know, like, come on. Like, be there for that person. Support them. Converse with them. And, and try to, you know, be yeah, that good man. Samaritan, man. It's definitely key. Um, but, yeah, we're, we're back with the shenanigans. Kyrie, I don't know what he, what he has. Kyrie probably cheated, honestly. And I don't know. He's carefree. He the carefree black girl in this situation. Girl, he's like twenty, what twenty four? Yeah, I'm not saying another, that, that makes it all right to cheat. I'm not saying that, but he's a young. He's twenty four. Kalani's twenty, like, and they're young too, and that, that's another fact that I plays in this. Petty next door. Be happy. He he's not teammates with uh, D'Angelo Russell. <laughs> Kyrie is definitely playing that Bryson Tiller exchange at this whole situation. Yeah, Lord, I please say it for me. I definitely tweeted this out, but. Kyrie and LeBron can't be that cool. Yeah, LeBron, LeBron cool is with Drake. not cool with Drake. There is no way, like if that was, if that's your man, you don't let your man's man. Yeah, yeah. That, you'd be like, nah, that ain't cool. And Kyrie, a Jersey nigga, and we'll take L's on the show, but uh, <laughs> shoot, I, yeah, <laughs> took one. I don't know. But like I'm saying, like he's lost this whole situation. And if the focus is on Kaylani, like she's looked at as a bad woman. We don't know if Kyrie could have cheated on her and she went back to ex to help console. He took a, he being petty, took the picture without her knowing, and now she's in the situation. She probably doesn't have a dog in a fight. But we just for what it looks like, True. that's what we're we're blaming her. We don't even know, man. It's just a bunch of craziness, a bunch of you know. So just be mindful out here, man, and what you do. And, I'll, and let me say this too: please stop trying to model your life after these celebrities or these people. Anybody, celebrity or not, that you see from afar, do not try to model your life after them. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't know what they're really going through. We can look at this with Kyrie and Kalani. We don't know what was going on in their relationship. 
at all. Know if he cheated, if she cheated, if they just was like, you know what, we just better off as friends. Let's go and do our own thing. And then she decided, I'm gonna go see what's up with party. We don't know. Just like we We're don't quick. know, we don't know nothing about nobody's relationship. I don't care how good it looks. I don't care how bad it looks. We don't know. You don't know. Like you just quick to jump the gun. Like let people have their privacy. And obviously, the social media is so quick. It's easy to say that when they post everything on social media. But like even in real life, this applies to life. Like the whole uh, uh, Tony Tillman episode, the Camden, the ghost, the song Ghost, and yeah. his boy killed his wife. And yeah. he, he thought everything was happy-go-lucky. He thought everything was cool. And it's a real story. Asked, his boy... And he sat yeah. there. He checked on his boy and was like, yo, you good? What's going on? If you need to talk, I'm here. And his boy was like, I'm good. And he just was like, all right, I, I guess she's I guess he's good. I, I offered it up. Then, yeah, some, and he killed his wife the next day. He yeah. thinking it's all... It's sweet. Like, you don't know what... No, check that song out called Ghost by Tony Tillman. It's on an album called Camden. It's called yeah, Ghost by Tony Tillman. Check the album out if you get a chance. Yeah. Shut up, Tony Tillman. But like I said, man, respect people's privacy. And you have your own privacy. It's all right not posting everything, not telling the world everything. Yeah. Like, y'all got to realize no that, man. We live in this age to show everything and let the world know. No. Like, come yeah, on. I don't, like, I don't be getting it, man. Uh-huh. And I respect that. You and your grown man, you and your wife. Like, it's like. I'll be, nah. be lurking. <laughs> i be lurking you on definitely social media. Lurk. I don't be posting. Yeah, you definitely lurk. Um, Tony <laughs> tweets like three times. Yeah, I was about to say something. But yeah, man. Um, ultimately, man, um, we'd, <laughs> we'd appreciate y'all just comment on this episode, share it, subscribe. I don't know what's going on with SoundCloud. I think I'm about to change all the, uh, little, the whole system, the way, the requirements. So I don't know if we're going to be up there pretty soon. But um, yeah. definitely <laughs> share the out, show. We'll let y'all know if we make any changes with SoundCloud. Yeah, we'd be on the Twitter page, man. Somebody be tweeting. Tony or me. Who, who knows? Um, yeah. But we appreciate y'all, man. Give us feedback on the show. It Let us know what's be up. A third tone. It might be. It, you know, we're going to say that. Um, I don't know what you're talking about, but we're going to say that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's been another episode of Two Tones. We out. We hope y'all appreciate it. And I'm going to get back to the ZD squad. Out. Good.